Kumite Radio is brought to you by Supplement Warfare. Visit their website, supplementwarfare.com.au for the best quality supplements on the planet. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off of all orders. If you're trying to get sexy for the summer, if you're just trying to flex on fools, visit supplementwarfare.com.au for the best supplements in the world. Use coupon code Kumite Radio at checkout to get 10% off and support the podcast. Joining me back on the show is Kurt Hollibaugh. He'll be fighting in Madison Square Garden at UFC 230 on November 3rd versus Shane Burgos. What's going on, Kurt? Hey, man. What's happening? None much, man. Um, so currently you are out in California at Team Alpha Male. Is it your first time there, and how much are you spending out there at that camp? Um, yeah, this is my first time out here at Team Alpha Male. I've been out here for uh, probably about a week now. Still got another week left that I'm going to be out here. Um, you know, all the guys are very welcoming. I've been getting some training in with, you know, all the top-notch guys out here. Training has been great. It's my first time out of Alpha Male, and um, I'm definitely looking forward to coming back for the next training camp also. Who are you particularly working with out there? Um, well, you know, just in, um, just just in the grappling and stuff. Like tonight, you know, I grapple with Faber, I grapple with Darren Elkins, um, you know, just guys like that. Guys that's been in the UFC, guys that's at an extremely high level, grappling with a lot of other guys too. Um, everybody out there is super nice, super humble, and um, and all of them monsters, man. Yeah, you just mentioned some uh, some legit legit uh, competitors. Uh, I I also heard that uh, Jason Knight is out there, and I'm yeah. thinking Brendan Davis also is with you out there. Yeah. So actually, how this even came about is, um, you know, I hit Brandon Davis up because you know they don't live far from me. You know, we're all in the UFC. We all like to uh, get with each get with each other and get some training in whenever we can. And I know Brandon, he's always traveling around, man. And I know he's always going out to the to the PI, the performance institution. And I hit him up and I asked him if he was going to be out there because I was wanting to try to make a trip. And I don't want to go by myself because I don't have anybody really to train with. I don't know, know anybody out there. So I figured if he was going to be out there, I can go train with him. And, you know, we can hit Vegas and get some training sessions in. And he said he was going to be out at Alpha Male. Well, that's around the dates I was going to be out in California also. So I'm like, well, shit, man. Um Let's try to link up and uh, see if I can get out of Alpha Male. He asked Faber if I can come out. Faber said, yeah. And, uh, you know, that's where I've been. And uh, getting training in with those guys also. So you guys are kind of taking the Southern Connection out to Alpha Male then? Yeah, for sure, man. And it's been great. Alpha Male has been um, very welcoming um, to having all of us. And uh, everybody's been getting some really good work. Before you were mentioning, before we started the interview, that you were out at CSA earlier in your camp, how much did you spend out there? Um, a couple classes, you know. Um, a couple weeks ago, I was out here in California, um, and I was wanting to get out to Alpha Male, but didn't really have the chance. My managers had a couple times, you know, Sucker Punch. They have a few guys out at um, CSA, and they, they told me to get out there and get some work in. So, uh, you know, I, I headed out there and I got some work in with uh, some, some really good guys. Uh, one guy, Gaston, I can't remember his last name. It starts with a B. I just can't say it. 
Uh, he just fought Bellator a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, I put some work in with him, got some good rounds in with him. Really good stand-up guy. So, uh, you know, I try to soak up a lot of knowledge from that guy and a few other people out there that was really good and um, great sparring for me. And everybody out there was welcoming also. You've been training at different gyms. How important is it for you to get different looks now, you know, since you are a veteran? Um, you know, I think it's always important to, to get a little bit different looks. Um, you know, I love my home training. I love the style that everybody is over there. I got some really good guys that aren't on the map yet. But, you know, these guys, they, they push me hard. And, um, you know, I, I love training back at home. But this is something that I really needed to do. I really needed to get out and uh, get with some more high-level guys. And really what I need to do, I need to get beat up a little bit. And, um, you know, being out at Alpha Male and rolling with Faber and Elkins, you know, these guys are trying to choke the hell out of me every chance they can. So that's been really great. It's been good just to go with guys that's been at that level for so long. And, um, you know, I think it's definitely helping. Let's go back to your last fight against Hione Barcelos. You know, you're in a dog fight. You got caught assessing your performance, you know, now since you have some time to think about it, what mistakes do you think, the key mistakes you made against the Brazilian? Um, you know, I just think a lot of my timing was off. You know, I, there's no excuses. I had one of the best camps of my life. I don't think I put as much hard work into that camp than that I could have. But everything was rolling so smooth. Even when I got the call, my weight was probably the lowest that it's ever been. So everything was just on point for that fight. I didn't think anything can go wrong. But I just didn't feel like my timing was really there. I, I went back and I watched the fight a couple of times and I've tried to assess a lot of stuff. Um, you know, I, I didn't look bad, but there were still a lot of things that I was doing wrong. Um, you know, um, and that, that allowed me to get caught. And not to mention I gave up a few takedowns. I should have been more aware of that. And um, so... I just went back to the drawing boards and tried to assess a lot of things and tried to fix them. And hopefully uh, they'll show in the next fight. You mentioned that you felt like you didn't train hard enough. You know, now going into this fight, how do you prevent yourself from overtraining? Um, I just got to watch what I'm doing. Right now I've been doing a lot of two-a-days. Um, you know, most of alpha males' practices are at 9 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, and then they got more pro practices in the evening. So um, I've just been trying to do the two-a-days and trying to recover right when I go home, make sure I get the right meals in my body to stay fueled, the right nutrition in my body, and, um, it, you know, especially the right nutrition to keep my weight cut going right. Uh, right. So um, I just got to be careful, you know. I don't think I'm overtraining right now. I think I feel good. Today was, I think, one of my best training days I had out here. And, um, you know, I'll tone it down probably a little bit when I get back home next week. But um, so far, I, I, I feel fine and everything's going good. Your diet, do you take care of that all on your own or do you have someone helping you out? Um, the majority of the time, I do take care of it on my own. You know, I've been doing this for so long. Um, you know, I kind of know my body. But at this stage, I'm really wanting some professional help. So I actually reached out to my manager, Sucker Punch. This week, um, about because I did use George Lockhart in um, my contender series fight. You know, they had me some meal plans and stuff like that. And I, I love the setup that he had for me. It was basically an app that just had listed 
um, everything I can have, all of my meals. I can have substitute, and it has different substitutions for whatever I need it for that day. So I, I hit him up, and they should be shooting that over here soon to me soon. And just so I know I'm putting the right things in my body, you know, that, that way I'm feeling good. I'm already feeling good, and I always feel like I feel pretty good. But, uh, you know, I want, I, want the prof- I want to put it in the professional's hands. What is the mindset right now? Are you going into this fight with the mentality that the deck is stacked against you? Um, yeah, for sure, man. You know, I'm, I'm going into this fight like, you know, I'm the most scaredest I've ever been to fight. You know, I'm the most nervous I've ever been. This is a huge card, a huge event. Uh, you know, I'm coming off of a loss, so I'm hungry. I need this. This is this has everything to do with my future, my life, and you know I, I have to get this win. So, um, you know, definitely going in as Nate Diaz would say, "To kill or be killed." Your upcoming opponent, Shane Burgos, he's another tough, scrappy guy. What are your thoughts on his skill set? Um, you know the dude's good. Can't take nothing away from the guy. Um, you know he just dropped his first professional fight um in his last fight and uh and he kind of dropped it kind of how i dropped mine you know we both got hit then hit with a big uppercut um so we're both looking to make a bounce back and uh i know he's gonna be hungry too so man that's what's gonna make this fight so intriguing this this, that's what's gonna make this fight so good we're both gonna be hungry as hell we both want the same thing and we're both saying that you know it's do or die kill or be killed and, you know, but one of us got to win, one of us got to lose. That's the way this game plays. And, um, you know, I don't plan on that being me. Yeah, he's coming off his first career loss, you know, and he was knocked out in the process. And this is the first time in his career that he's ever lost, you know, amateur and professional. A lot of fighters, they never recover. Some fighters, they just go into a downward spiral after their first loss. You know, you've seen it happen to some fighters at the, on the biggest stage. Do you think that, that this will play a factor in the fight? You know, you never know. Because, you know, when I took my first loss to Pat Healy, man, I, I even said to myself, you know, I got to make somebody pay for this. I was hungry. I was desperate to, for a win. And I still wind up dropping the next fight. So you never know how things play out, man. Sometimes you get maybe too over-aggressive. You get too hungry, and it forces you to make a mistake. And I made a big mistake in my fight against Steven Seiler, which caused that um, second career loss in a row for me. So you never know how these things are going to play out. So you never know what what, what that's going to do to him. Burgos, he's a New Yorker. You'll be entering his city, going to battle. Do you think there is such a thing as home court or home field advantage in MMA like other sports? Um, well, I mainly, normally, I, I'll block the crowd out. So that doesn't really play a factor for me. Um, but on the plus side, man, I can guarantee the crowd's going to go crazy because I already know what type of fight this is going to be. But I got a lot of family coming, like more family than I've ever had coming. Um, one of my, my team, June Cow, you know, uh, we have a bunch of gems in New York. You know, I hear they're all buying tickets. They're all going to be there. So uh, don't be surprised if I got a big home base too. You are going to be able to put Madison Square Garden on your resume. How hyped are you for this opportunity? 
You know, it's like a dream come true, man. This is something only you can dream about. And, you know, this fight means so much to me. I have an eight-year-old son. I have a um, 10-year-old daughter. And I have a five-year-old daughter. Well, none of them have ever been to one of my fights live. You know, they always watch my fights on TV. But um, I've chosen to bring my eight-year-old son to this fight. So this will be his first time ever seeing his daddy fight live. Um, you know, no matter how the fight goes, you know, he's going to be able to say, I went to Madison Square Garden and I watched my daddy fight. So, in one of the biggest UFC events ever. So it's going to be great no matter what, man. All the motivation is there for me. All the motivations in my corner. I just got to show up, be ready. I know I will and do my thing. Are you planning on going out there a little earlier than normal since you do have that uh, affiliate out there, those affiliates? No, uh, we're gonna, they're going to bring me out there Tuesday. I think it's the 30th. Um, but with that being said, I got all these gyms down there. We already got a bunch of stuff planned to hit these gyms. Not necessarily saying I'm going out there to spar or roll very hard, but there's a lot of guys out there that can share a lot of knowledge with me, and I can always soak knowledge up. So we definitely have gyms to go out there, train, hit pads, you know, weight cut, do whatever we got to do. So I think that always helps. Every time that I go to a city that we have gyms in, that always plays out great for me. What type of fight? Are you expecting a wild three-round war against Burgos? You know, if you've ever seen Burgos fight or myself fight, that's the fight you have to expect. Man, I have to expect a three-round war. Um, I think we're gonna we're two fast guys on the feet. We both hit hard. We both got crisp combinations. And uh, that's where I see this fight being contested the most. Um, you know, he hasn't done a lot of wrestling in the UFC. He hasn't done a lot of groundwork in the UFC, and neither have I. You know, when we both go out to fight, we both go out to fight and kickboxing matches. So, with that being said, it is a mixed martial arts match, so don't ever be surprised what may happen. But, definitely a three-round war, man, and you never know how this thing's going to play out. It's going to be a good fight and a fan favorite for sure. Yeah, I have no doubt that this fight, if you look at the, the the card, it is one of the top candidates for fight of the night just because, like you just mentioned, both of you guys go out there and put on a show. Um, November 3rd, UFC 230, Madison Square Garden, New York City. Kurt, big opportunity. Thanks for your time, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure.